New technology tracks erroneous balls at the Australian Open. Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of Backhand City. As I mentioned, I circled in the first round must-see tennis match with Sloan Stevens versus Raducanu, the U.S. Open champion. And it was a little disappointing, although my expectations were in check because Sloan Stevens, I believe, is now 66 in the world, and it really showed her game has really dropped. She lost the first set. 6-0 to Ranakano before she got it going. Here is game point in the set, in the first game of the second set as Sloane Stephen starts to find her mojo. Now in this rally, Ranakano is clearly the better ball striker. But Sloan Stevens is really putting in a lot of variety with Slice. Here in the middle of the rally, you'll see a very good cross-court exchange. Stevens really controlling the court with her backhand. She's got her opponent on the run. And then she opens it up down the line. And Stevens shows off some of her athleticism. And finishes off the point. It ended up going three sets, but Raducanu was too much and cruised easily in the third set. As Stevens kind of ran out of gas, it seems like her fitness and movement are really in question. Uh, one of the storylines that I'm really following, me personally, is Max Cressy, the American tennis player. He had a really great tune-up match against Rafael Nadal. He showed me some things, and he drew John Isner. In the first round, uh, they ended up, of course, going the distance with three tiebreakers played. And, of course, the young American Cressy was able to sneak through. And his game is really dynamic. Uh, he's a big hitter, but he also moves really well. And he's got a little bit of variety in his baseline game. So he's really fun to watch. Um, he's able to really create his own offense. But for a big guy and for an American especially, He's really able to defend decently well, especially as a, as a big hitter. And so as I dove into the data, I ended up stumbling upon some new technology that is on the Australian Open website. Now, you can go to it if you want, ozopen.com. I put the ex exact link in the show notes if you want to check it out. It's going to have some 3D dimensions of some of the shot making that went on. And he here's a quick look at what I discovered. Now, if you go on the AussieOpen.com website, which you can find at AUSOPEN.com, when you look in the tournament area, you're going to see a thing called 3D court vision. Now, if you're a little geek, tennis geek like me, you may like this because it's going to give you a lot of stats and some really cool three-dimensional uh, tennis match replays. So I'm looking at the Max Cressy-John Isner match, and it's able to give me the spin rate, 
the ball height, and it's basically a replication of certain filtered shots that you're seeking. So here I'm looking at Max Cressy, who played John Isner in the first round. He had 92 winners. So if you want to look at all the winners, which I am doing right now, that Max Cressy hit during the match, you can simply go through it. This would be really great for coaches. And whoever plays Max Cressy in the next round could use this data to develop a bit of a scouting report. So they've got two views here. They've got the camera view that you would see when you watch it on TV, and then they give you the player view. So if you want to get perspective of both. They go by, uh, a lot of it is limited to basically winners, first serve, second serve, and net points won. I do not know why they don't do ground strokes. But they classify it as winners, aces, and here's my favorite expression, erroneous balls. Yeah, so that is 3D court vision. If you've ever wanted to get an idea of some of the spin rates, the margin for error that's used with these tennis pros, that gives you a really great perspective. If you're a tennis geek like me. And of course, who can resist my new phraseology? I guess it's my inner teenager that comes out, but the term erroneous balls is a keeper. So it's going to be coming to a clinic near you. So stay tuned, folks. And when you're out there practicing, please try to keep your erroneous balls to a minimum. Thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. This is Brian Lutz of Backhand City. I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's when push comes I knew it all.